Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, Jay-Z, John Coleman. Dio was popping. Bro, everything. Oh like, holy cow, I feel like I'm born again. Yeah? Reborn. Because you got that. You Back missed, and better than ever. Because you shaved and put on the wrong guard on your beard? I did put the wrong, actually, I didn't put the wrong guard on necessarily. Here's what happened. If you notice, the beard is trimmed down a little bit tighter than it normally is. Now, wife and daughter leaving this morning, Mm -hmm. they looked at it and said, ooh, we like that. We think you look younger. Okay. Well, I think it may be staying this length. But yes, um, truth be told, I ruined my small beard trimmer. Mm. So I then had to get out the like hair trimmer that I used to cut my son's hair. Phillips Norelco junk or whatever. Uh, the big one, the big wall. Oh, no, W Yeah, the big wall. And I put the wrong guard on and I just you hacked you up. Yep. It happens to everybody. No, how about this bottle of Don Julio nineteen forty two? Shout out Don Julio nineteen forty two. How about shout out Brian Spar with third floor? Yes. 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 Not on the third floor from third hey, floor. Hey, loan officers, check out third floor. Yeah. Uh, Brian is S-P-A-R-R uh, on LinkedIn. Okay. But he is a ex-top producing realtor mm. who is also a software engineer who created a technology, an AI technology, that basically takes all of the technologies that we're currently using mm-hmm. and lets them talk to each other. Mm. It's really cool. Mm. Really, really cool. And what's really cool about Brian is he didn't even want to shout out. He didn't. No, he goes, hey, you guys need a centerpiece. Yes. I totally dig what you and JC are doing. Mm -hmm. And he reached out and said, hey, you know, uh, tequila or vodka. I was like, hey, I said to you, hey, JC, what do you want? Tequila. Yeah, and you said? Don Julio. Don Julio. You said jokingly 1942. I I did not say 1942. You got it. Universe, Dustin. That's literally manifested. What an amazing centerpiece to have for this episode. centerpiece, yes. Yes, and uh, we appreciate everyone who has been tuning in and listening to our best of series. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a little thing happened. Yeah. Little thing happened. I went on this hunting trip with ten buddies, mm-hmm. and we went up to South Georgia right after the New Year. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it was like right after the episode with my niece dropped. Yeah. And we we slide up, we come back. It's like over a week ago now. Seven out of ten mm. positive on the COVID test. Mm. Including yours truly. Yeah. So I've been holed up at home. Yeah. By the way, thank goodness my vaccine kicked in. Yeah. I never really felt horrible. Mm. I felt like I had a cold or maybe a sinus infection at times, but I worked my tail off. There you go. I worked my butt off. I was able to complete Barry Habib Certified Mortgage Advisor Program. Knocked that out on an entire weekend. There you go. John Coleman launched... Mm. TLOPonline.com, the loan officer podcast.com is live. Check it out. So I was able to sit at home, totally dig, uh, dig into it, dive into it, send you a thousand (laughs) like emails at like 11 o'clock at night. One night, you were up. Oh, yeah, I gotta be up. You responded. Yeah, I gotta be up. Um, Had tons of ideas, tons of commentary, ways Mm -hmm. that we can make it better, Mm -hmm. uh, accolades for things that I felt like you totally knocked it out of the park for. Thank you. Um, But yes, but what we weren't able to do, Mm -hmm. we weren't able to sit here and podcast. I could just, people can hear the joy in your voice, Dustin. You think so? You texted me at 8 a.m. and I was like, yes, he's gonna text me and say, oh, I'm not feeling so good. I'm gonna work from home. No, it was like, hey, can we, hey, can we podcast at 10 a.m. today? I oh think it was, God. please tell me we can podcast today at 10 a.m. It was like, please. It was like, please, could we podcast? I was like, of course. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't know if you had other things on your nah, on your busy schedule. Hey, Look, hey, hey, you you support forty five loan officers. Yeah. With with their various video production needs when it right. comes to marketing to their databases mm-hmm. and posting to their social platforms. Mm-hmm. You obviously have a heavy lift with just TLOP in general, right. but then this website's been a heavy lift for you. Yeah, but it's been fun now. It's like, but once you get off the ground now, it's running now. It's like, you know, now the fun can start. You know what's not fun? What's that? I got the invoice for the website. Mm, it's good value, though. Dennis, shout out Dennis Miller. Hey, shout out to Dennis yeah, Miller with Dennis, Capture Point Media. For real. If you, if, if, you need, if you guys need, anybody needs out there a solid website production, Dennis Miller is your guy. Yeah, but that that invoice, I was like, Ugh! hey man, but you know, you get what you get what you pay for. Yeah, we do. I hope. Hey, I hope at this point our audience yeah. continues to grow. Yeah. I hope they check out tloponline.com, mm-hmm. and and I, I hope that it's a place that they set, they find as a resource. Yeah, I yeah. mean, especially since the new year, new year, new me, right? That's what they all say. New year, new me. Let's talk about that. Let's. You know what people like to do around the new year? Set goals for the new year to make them better people. They do like to set goals. Yes, um, people like to do their New Year's resolutions. In fact, one of the guys on the on the hunting trip, like he's like all into his New Year's Is resolutions. He? Oh yeah, one year he's like wanted to learn everything about politics, and then one year he wanted to learn everything about crypto, and this year he wants to learn everything about land development. Mm. And he says he does it. Like he just becomes consumed With, for that year. Really, about everything he reads and watches is about that one particular subject. Okay. Other people make, you know, some ridiculous claims like, you know, I'm going to become a completely different person. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. But we do need to goal set. Yes. We do. We need to goal set periodically. But, you know, ending one year and beginning another is a great time because you tend to have data. Mm-hmm. And I love to goal set with data. So today's episode, we're going to talk about setting goals and more from a business standpoint than a personal standpoint. Uh, if if and when possible, I'll maybe intertwine the two. But it's that time of year where here we are, January of 2022. We just ended 2021. We should start looking at, at our successes from last year as well as our opportunities mm-hmm. that, that were presented to us last year and figure out what 2022 is going to look like or what the new year mm-hmm. is going to look like. Yeah, And we do so by setting goals. But we can't set goals just willy-nilly. Uh, I'm going you know, I'm to I'm increase my production 3,000%, and I'm going to meet all new realtors, and I'm going to increase my book of business. You wait. Possibly, yeah. but how? Like, possibly, but how? Like, my, my big thing right now has been running, right? Like, mm-hmm. we talk about, um, by the way, because of freaking COVID, mm-hmm. third time mm-hmm. in 24 months, I trained for a race Ooh. that I did not run in. Yeah, I tested positive on a Wednesday. I had the Disney half marathon on a Saturday. I had to cancel it. Thank goodness I'm traveling to New Orleans next month mm-hmm. for the rock and roll half marathon. Mm-hmm. And there's a phenomenal chance that I will not be sick because I should still have right. the entire antibody um, within my, my system from, from having it. But nonetheless, um, if someone were to say, I want to run a marathon in 2022 and they have never run ever, mm. I may tell them, it's a lot you're trying to bite off at one time. Like to, to set a goal that, that that far out of reach or out of scope, you may be biting off more than you can chew, right? I may take a page from James Clear's Atomic Habits and say, why don't you make your goal of every day waking up at a certain time and putting on your running shoes? Hmm. That's your goal, right? If you can, because you can measure that. That's very attainable. 
It takes you one to two minutes to do that. Mm -hmm. Wake up every morning, put on your running shoes. Now, the hope is that you put your running shoes on, you're probably going to walk outside. If you walk outside, maybe you'll do one lap around your neighborhood. Maybe one lap turns to two laps over time. Maybe two laps turns into I'm going to jog three miles. Mm -hmm. Maybe jogging three miles means I'm going to compete in a 5K this weekend. Maybe a 5K turns into a 10K and a 10K turns into a half marathon. Yep. Right? Like you can see how that goes. But to wake up on January 1st or mid-January of 2022 and you've never been a runner to say, I'm going to run a, half, uh, run a full marathon, mm. that's a little bit ridiculous. Absolutely. In my opinion, I think you're biting up more than you can choose. This, the same thing is going to apply to your business. There's nothing more frustrating than when, and I'm going to say a loan originator in, in today's day and age, but it could be a title rep or it could be an attorney. It could be a realtor. When, when they were say, in 2022, I'm going to, and they start listing off mm. all of these things that they've never once done. I'm going to call on builders and land a big builder account. I'm going to increase my realtor referrals by 20 new realtors. I'm going to work with five divorce attorneys. I'm going to work with five certified financial advisors. I'm going to work with five CPAs. And it's like, holy cow, you're going to do all that in one year? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm big. I'm bold. I'm a, yeah, watch me. Yeah, I would say no. Like, I would say no. Like, let's go ahead and, and I don't want to say dumb it down, but let's go ahead and... and Par uh, partial it out. Partial it out into bite size, yeah. fun size, <laughs> attainable... And then once you've dominated one of those aspects, then by all means, move into the into the next. Mm -hmm. So you can go ahead and say, in 2022, I'm going to make a focus to work with builders because maybe your company has a great construction to permanent financing loan, mm -hmm. a good CP loan. Perfect. That's your focus. Start there. Start there because look, you have to look at what you did well last year and still do more of that. Mm -hmm. If what you did last year really well was work your past client database and market to realtors, you're still gonna have to do that. Oh. But if what you're gonna try to add to it is builders and add builders to it. If you had this dream and this goal that you're gonna call on financial advisors, maybe even get a certain designation that'll help you um, interact better with financial advisors, don't do it until you've dominated your first goal of becoming a known resource for the custom home builder community mm. right and i think that's where people get it wrong is that they try to go from not running to running a marathon mm. they they try to go from never working with builders to not having a, a a deep referral source from divorce attorneys financial advisors and cpas to all of a sudden they're going to tackle it all mm. it doesn't work that way and it's very hard to to make that attainable mm -hmm. right and even like oh i'm gonna work with builders well, what does that mean how about this I'm going to meet with one new home builder a week. Okay, but what do you have to do to meet with one home builder a week? I'm going to call, text, or email five home builders a day for the goal of meeting with one a week for the end goal of closing two transactions a month that are referred to me by a local builder. Okay, that makes more sense. That's a little bit more attainable. Yeah. Yes. But if I just said, I'm going to close 24 transactions that are referred to me by a local home builder. Oh, I'm skipping right to the finish line. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> like, what does that mean? No, let, let's talk about the action that we have to do to, to yeah. achieve the goal. And then while we're goal setting, let's not try to eat the elephant in one bite. One bite. No. Yeah. Like, you know, you're setting out on a journey of where you want to be in three, five, or seven years.
you're going to get there piece by piece and you can't turn your back on, on what has worked. Mm. Here's something interesting that I've done several times throughout my career and it just resonates. Mm -hmm. If I was a loan officer, let's say, there's for the most part three ways that I can make more money. Do you know what they are? Uh, you told me off air, but I'll butcher them. But let me see if I can do this. Increase my referral sources. Okay. Yep. That's an easy one. If I can go get more referral sources mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and generate more leads, mm -hmm. I will close more business. Okay. The second one was increase the amount of loans you do, the units. No, that's, I, I would put that in the same, same, in the same okay. box. Yeah. Uh, uh, increase your loan size. Okay. Increase my loan size. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the third one escapes me. Increase my conversion ratio. Ah, conversion ratio. Yep. So there's three things that I can do, right? Anyone who's tuning in that's not in, in necessarily the mortgage industry, I promise you this is going to correlate into yeah. your industry as well, mm -hmm. right? You can do more business. You can convert the number of opportunities at a higher percentage, and you can increase your sales volume. Okay. Those are the three things that you can do. Let's say you're sitting down and you're talking, you're thinking about goal planning and your sole goal is to just do a little bit more and make, and make a little bit more, but you don't want to change a whole lot. That's a very attainable and acceptable goal. The saying, look, I want to do exactly what I did last year. I just want to do it better. Mm. I just want to do it better. Okay. So like, what were you doing last year? So first and foremost, do you know what you did last year. Mm. It is very hard to know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. Last year was in the past. It was a clean slate. I don't want to look behind me. Hey, to a certain degree, actually, John, I, I do like this part. Your future starts today, right? Today. Today is a fantastic starting point for the rest of your life. Right. So anything that happened in the past is very much in the past. And there are certain things you need to let be in the past. Mm -hmm. And don't worry about what it what it was, why it transpired. No, mm -hmm. today's the first day of the rest of your life. But there's a certain degree where you have to say, the past will teach me about the future. I need to know where I'm coming from, okay? And what I need people to know in sales, we are taught, know your numbers. Do you know your numbers? How many leads convert into how many transactions at what average loan size, at what commission rate to make what on your W-2. Mm. So when you're goal planning, it is imperative that you know, hey, loan officers, how many leads did you receive last year? Now, I'd want to dig deep where they come from. Who referred them? Who referred you the most? Who referred you the least? How many of your leads were refinances? How many were purchases? Mm but you at least need to know how many leads did, did you did you receive or mm -hmm. did you generate? And then how many units did you close? And then when you divide the units closed by the leads, you get a conversion, a lead conversion. Did you convert at 10%, 15%, 20%, 25%? Mm. That way, when you're preparing for the future, you can, you can ask yourself, well, how many leads do I need to close the units right. that, 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 that I wanna close? If, if I'm used to, closing 20% mm -hmm. and I want to close 10 transactions, then I need 50 leads. Right. Gives you a good benchmark number to just know where you need to hit to just get, yeah. Yeah, but if I need 50 leads and I was only receiving 40 leads on average last month or last year, yeah. then what do I need to do? I need to increase 
my lead sources. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Now, what if your lead conversion ratio was 15% and the industry average is 20%? Maybe you don't need necessarily to generate more leads. You need to do a better job of converting those leads. So then you'd have to ask yourself, what are you currently doing to increase your lead conversion? What is that initial conversation like when you talk to the borrower? What is your lead? <coughs> excuse me. What is your lead follow-up system like? Do mm -hmm. you even have one? Mm -hmm. right? Those are all ways that, that are you meeting people face-to-face -face or Zoom-to-Zoom? Are you making yourself wildly accessible via text or, or right. cell phone? Right. These are all things that we can do as sales professionals that we can increase our lead conversion because maybe you're getting enough leads, you're just not converting at a, at a high enough. Right. Right. You mentioned um, loan size, mm -hmm. right? For loan officers and for realtors, realtors get paid based on the purchase price or in the, in the sales price. Mm -hmm. Loan officers get paid on the loan amount. Well, the people who are sending you leads, are they sending you the types of leads of people who also have higher loan sizes? Mm -hmm. Or we've done episodes on this in the past. Mm -hmm. Are you fishing in the wrong pond? Yeah. Right. If you're constantly calling on a certain market and that certain market is maybe flush with first time home buyers who need down payment assistance and those particular loans come at, at smaller loan sizes. Then maybe you need to start looking for other referral sources who don't necessarily sell homes in that market. Yep. Maybe you need to go two zip codes over and you need to go where people aren't buying first time homes utilizing down payment assistance, but maybe you're, they're going in the, the, the move up market. Yeah. You know, the, the area that people move to when they've on their third job since graduating college, their fifth promotion, yeah. and they just had their third kid. Yeah. Where are those neighborhoods? Mm. Where are those realtors and builders who are selling and building those homes? Mm. Right. So there's three ways a loan officer can increase the, the amount of money they make on an annual basis. They can, yes, they can increase your leads. And then you can increase your lead conversion, then you can increase your loan size. So when you're sitting down and you're talking about goal setting, mm. I'm gonna encourage anyone, especially a mortgage loan originator, to think about those three things. Just like I would encourage you to not try to eat the elephant in one big bite, right? Don't try to do all three at one time. Focus on one until you dominate it. Focus on, hey, I need to increase the number of leads. Okay, great. For the next 12 weeks, you need to get out there, probably complete the 12 week challenge, and you need to get belly to belly and face to face with more potential referral sources because you don't have enough referral sources that are hitched to your wagon. Mm -hmm. Once you've dominated that, maybe you start putting in a, into place opportunities for you to increase your lead conversion. Look at your systems, look at your processes. How, what is, what's that lead intake like? Are you doing it or is an assistant doing it? Are you doing it? Are you forcing someone to go to your website? You know, are you having a high trust conversation up front or are you not? Is your conversation better than the one that the consumer would have received if they called their bank or that online lender? Or is it the same exact? If it's the same exact, then you need to change that. You need to do a better job up front of differentiating yourself, of building high trust with the consumer so that they're more tied into what you're going to do and what you're going to offer and why it's important they work with you. And then if you've already dominated those two things, now you need to start looking at of your referral sources, which of them are referring you the clients that are bringing in the loan sizes that are going to help you increase your average loan size. Like think about this. If you increase your average loan size by just 
let's say you're an average loan originator. You're you did 18 million last year. Mm -hmm. If you did 18, if you did 18 million last year, by the way, I would call you more than average. But let's say you did 18 million. Well, if you increased your average loan size by, and, and, and let's just say of your 18 million for 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 giggles, your average loan size was two hundred thousand dollars, right? So if you if you did an average loan size of two hundred thousand dollars and you increased the average loan size from two hundred to two twenty, that means you probably closed somewhere in the ballpark of let's see here seventy. 80, 90, you probably did about 90 transactions. Mm -hmm. Well, 90 transactions times 20,000 is what's uh, nine times two is 1.8 million. So you did another same, same units, but you did an extra 1.8 million in volume, which means you made probably an extra $20,000 by doing the same exact business, but just by increasing your average loan size. Hmm. Right. So like those are things that loan officers need to be thinking about when they're doing their goal planning is, am I generating enough leads? If not, go fix it. Am I increasing or increasing? Am I converting at a high enough ratio? If not, go fix it. And then am I fishing in the right ponds? If not, go fix it. Ideally do all three. And then that's just working on what worked for you last year and just getting better at it. If you really want to take your business to the next level, now we start thinking about adding on one extra silo or one, one, one extra piece to the puzzle that you didn't have last year, mm -hmm. whether it was working with a home builder, working with CPAs, working with financial advisors, working with divorce attorneys, et cetera. Right. I have a question for you. Yes. What, in your opinion, would work better? Someone that increases the, just the, the volume, like, hey, like, or the quality of the leads they already have? Like, hey, I'm just gonna focus on getting like hella more leads, so I'll work with 50, or should I focus, rather than focusing on the leads I have and just doing a better quality job of following up and maintaining those leads? Nine times out of 10, it's gonna be a volume thing, get more leads. Okay. Nine times out of 10, it is just, you're not generating enough leads. The reason why you're not closing the business that you wanna close is that you're not generating enough leads. Mm -hmm. Now there will come a time that you're like, no, I am generating enough leads. If your lead conversion ratio is not north of 15%, mm -hmm. your leads suck. Uh -huh. Like you, you just don't have good leads or you're doing a terrible job up front, right? Hey, look, you may need to have a hard, long conversation with that person in the mirror. You may be a dick. Mm. And people don't like to work with dicks. Like I heard this awesome advice that was given to, it's a, actually a lady that we're gonna have on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Okay. Her name is Sarah Cipriano. She is awesome, absolutely awesome. And when she entered into the mortgage business, I don't wanna give away her, her episode okay. because we haven't recorded it yet. Yeah. <clears throat> but here's what I like about the advice that she was given. Her boss, this guy by the name of Jesse DiGiacomo, who if, if we're fortunate, we can get him too on the podcast. Okay. His homeboy closes like 600 units a year. What? Yeah, himself. Okay, <laughs> so, but, but, so he told Sarah, when he hired Sarah four and a half years ago, when she was a rookie loan officer four and a half years ago, he told her three things. Okay. Pick up your phone every time it rings, without fail. Be nice to people and learn to tell a joke. So if someone is not converting 15 to 25% of their leads into, into applications, into closings, they have to ask themselves, are you a nice person, right? Are you picking up the phone every time it rings? Do you have the ability to build trust, maybe tell a joke, let people know that you're, you're human. Yeah. But to answer your question, John Coleman, 
I would say most times it's going to start with you're not generating enough leads. Once you're generating enough leads, there's a, there's a, a saying in the industry, volume cures all, mm-hmm. right? If you bring enough volume, it's going to force you to get better. It just will. Right? My friends in the real estate investment um, industry, who they launched their, their company 22 months ago, you know what they learned? Mm-hmm. Volume cures all. It just does. Mm-hmm. They can't get good at flipping homes if they're not flipping two or three a month. Facts. They can't get good at their systems and their processes if they're not generating enough leads to actually work within those systems and processes. Same thing goes on our end. We need to first focus on generating enough leads. Then let's focus on are they the right leads or, and are we converting those leads at um, a high enough percentage? And then finally, I would say, are these the right leads? Or do we need to start shifting into other markets, other ponds? Because although these are leads and all those is business and we're grateful, we're grateful for all leads and we're grateful for all business. There still is only X amount of hours in, in a day, X amount of hours in a week, X amount of hours in a month that we're willing to work. And if I'm going to get paid based on the revenue that I bring in and that revenue is going to be attached to a loan size, I should probably focus on loan sizes that are going to mirror closer to what I'm looking to do money wise. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, Eric closed 110 loans for $41 million in volume. Kevin closed 142 loans for $40 million in volume. You know who made more money? Oh. Eric. You know who did less loans? Eric, Eric. <laughs> yeah. but he did more volume. Mm. Yeah, he did more volume. Eric focuses on new construction. New construction brings in a higher average loan size. And it's not a knock on Kevin. Mm. Kevin has a really good average loan size, mm-hmm. but compared to Eric, he doesn't. Mm. So that's something that as a loan officer, if you're Kevin and you want to not let Eric outproduce you, although he did 32 less loans than you, mm then what you're gonna to need to do going forward is have a, 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 a long, hard look at where the business is coming from and try to go build some relationships with other entities that would bring you business that would have a higher loan size. Sometimes it's by moving geographically from one market into the other, or sometimes it's getting out of one silo and into another. That silo could be financial advisors. That silo could be new construction. What else, John? I think you. I think that was great. All right. Hopefully, people found this one to be somewhat beneficial to what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. It feels great to be back. Yeah. It really does. It's going to feel really weird. If you notice, I don't have to like drop all of our handles. Yes, yes thank God. Tloponline.com, baby. <laughs> everything you need is there. Like everything that you need. <laughs> if you want to hit all of our social media platforms, there's links yeah, at tloponline.com. <laughs> yes. Hey, you and Dennis knocked it out of the park. Thanks. I hope people go to the website. I hope that they do a deep dive. I hope they get lost in all of the content. Please do. And give us your feedback. Like this website is a living, breathing organism. It is going to be updated. This is V1. Mm -hmm. I already have plans for V2, (laughs) 3, 4, and 5. John's like, Dio, slow the F down. Hey, yeah, no, it's good. good that's leadership. a nervous laugh too. I know, I know your nervous uh, laugh. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. But no, thank you for tuning in. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, happy 2020. He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. That's all the time we have for you today. But we we'll look forward to catching you on the next episode. Peace.